Well, welcome to Hot Topic. Uh, I'm Pete G, and once again, um, with the kind auspices of um, Armstrong's in Wellington, Digby and Henry and I um, embarked the other day on a road test of a, um, a Land Rover, actually, a Land Rover Defender. Now, Land Rover's a name that we've heard on and off for many, many, many years, and in fact, I believe the original ones uh, not long after the war, the Series 1 and 2s in the early 50s uh, were all aluminium bodied and with the kind of thing that you could actually take anywhere. Well, uh, things have moved on quite a bit in those 70-odd uh, years since then. And the car we looked at um, was, in fact, really something quite um, about light years away from a Series 1 or 2 Land Rover uh, back in the day. This particular one, um, the first thing that struck me about it was actually the colour, which, according to the information, um, is actually called a Gond... Wana Stone. Well, it's one of the most striking colour schemes I've ever seen on a vehicle. It's actually a lovely bronze colour with black highlights and the two, the combination of the two colours and the way they're applied to the car make it absolutely outstanding. And as I said to Digby over lunch, I would probably spend most of my time if this car lived permanently in my garage um, either gazing at it longingly or washing it and chamois just about all the paint off <laughs> to make sure that it had an even greater shine than what it came with. Well, to get down to some, to some statistics, um, this car is called a Land Rover Defender 90. SUV. SUV, thank you Digby. Um, once again, we had a bit of a discussion about whether this actually became an SUV by definition, but according to the salesman this morning, SUV is a very broad palette um, and applies itself to anything from a mini clubman to um, a 18-wheeler um, truck uh, by a lot of people's um, definitions these days, so we won't get bogged down by detail. This particular car is a 3-litre petrol, um, four-wheel drive, and it, um, on this particular test, we decided that a car like this really did warrant a proper run, and so we took it over the Rumataka Hill to the lovely wire wrapper, and, um, and yes, it really, really was a, an absolute delight to uh, to drive in re you know reasonable conditions we stiffened the suspension up a little bit um, but it actually drove exceedingly well and um, Digby will tell you a little bit more about that later um, some of the things this car comes with are really are really um, you know some are different and some are what you'd expect um, it had a nice little roof rack uh, sitting on top tow bar um, power steering of course all the things that you'd expect automatic headlamps parking sensors lovely reversing camera which interestingly um, has a um, an heads-up display through the reversing mirror that's the first time I've ever seen that you have a um, a um, copy of it on the center screen in the console but you also have it a replica of it actually sitting um, on your interior mirror so that's rather interesting 
Another thing I found that was different was very, very large exterior mirrors, sort of almost square shaped. Um, but in the top left-hand corner, um, or left and right, depending on which side of the car you're in, um, there was a, uh, a light display of the lane next door. So when a car came up alongside you, this little light would go on to show you he was there and this is how close he was. So that, that was rather different and a bit interesting to actually, to actually see. Um, memory seats, heated seats, um, once again climate control uh, with, um, with buttons that actually give you individual control for left or right or in fact as Henry said who spent most of the test sitting in the back he had his own controls there as well. Heated seats all round so passenger, driver and rear seat were all um, nicely accommodated in that regard. First time I've ever come across a heated steering wheel, so that was something a little bit different as well. Um, as I said, the car drove, I thought, quite firmly. Um, the, once again, you could set the, um, you had a few different settings for suspension, but the, the car did actually tend to, uh, to me anyway, feel like it was quite firmly planted. Um, you had semi off-roader tyres on it with a little bit of radial roar which impacted a little bit on the on the cabin um, noise factor but nothing too intrusive so um, I liked it um, but as I said the first um, first impression on seeing this car is just the delightful paint colour um, and the fact that it is probably one of the most um, well presented cars that, that we've um, come across and so um, so that's my take on it and uh, to give you a bit more uh, specifics on everything we'll hand you over to Digby yeah, Thanks Pete um, <clears throat> the Land Rover name of course has been around forever um, and a British company of course um, it was taken over by Ford about 20 years ago and then later bought by the Indian company Tata, who have very wisely decided to keep it very British, so that's all designed, engineered and built in England. And uh, they've kept the name. Now, the Defender name ran for 68 years um, and stopped production about five years ago. And to replace it, they've had a new model, and it had to be a hell of a lot better. Now, they don't have a, um, a frame chassis on these anymore, and that'll probably rock some of the traditionalists, but they've had their day. So you don't drop the bodywork on the frame. Now, you have a monocoque body, which I read is 10 times stiffer than the previous chassis. So that means it's going to be quieter, and the suspension is going to work a lot better. Now, this particular car has a 3-litre straight-six um, 396-horsepower motor. They call it an EV, a mild EV. And um, what it does, it has an electric motor to drive the supercharger. It's turbocharged and supercharged. And the point of that is that the electric drive to supercharge is delivering positive pressure all the time um, that as it goes. So there's no lag at all. And you can definitely feel that as we were taking it over the Rumatakas there. And my responsibility was to try and drift the car as sideways as possible. But I thought seeing it was wet and I had, you know, a couple of... You know, scaredy guys in the passenger, I thought I better not. But it was at some stage. 
Um, I think the handling characteristics on the wet well, definitely went towards um, understeer. And um, in fact, there are a couple of times, you know, the car did want to go straight ahead. But I thought overall, the balance and the electronics controlled the car particularly well. Now, the car is um, got an eight-speed automatic in it and a four-year warranty, which I rather like. And it does 19 miles per gallon. Well, it's a big, heavy car. You know, it's, um, it's over 3,000 pounds. Um, so you'd expect fairly low miles per gallon. Um, we didn't test the off-road capabilities of this car. But the magazines that do a universe have terrific praise for this car. And one of them said it may not be the best off-roader compared to, say, the Jeep Wrangler. And it may not be the smoothest and quietest on-road like an Audi SUV. But overall, it was the best car for doing both. And in fact, it won the Motor Trend Car of the Year in 2021. Now, Motor Trend is a, an American magazine of huge circulation, and they test more cars than any other magazine. Um, <clears throat> they're very thorough and very honest, and that's their conclusion. It's the best SUV in the world, 2021. Oh, in this size, not compared with, say, small SUVs or extra-large SUVs. Um, <clears throat> now, fortunately, I think that the, if, you, if you look at the car, it's not luxurious inside. It's well made, but it looks it looks tough. And and that's its purpose. You buy this car for its off-roading ability. Now, not many people are going to use that, but this is a bona fide, high-quality off-road car that you can take to the shops. And the interior reflects that. So it's not all luxury and pampered and, and whatnot. Um, but, it, for example, when it goes off-road, it can go through 900 millimetre deep water and it's got a radar system that measures the water how deep you are when you go through it pretty damn clever another nice feature when you're in the tailgate it's got air suspension you touch a little button because the on suvs the loading of your um, goods in the back of the car when you go shopping it's quite high you press this button it lowers it so you can just slide your stuff out great feature in my opinion um, now look, I've just got another little thing to say about this car. And yes, it's not to 60 time for a great big heavy car. It's sensational. Six seconds, not to 60 miles an hour. You can't complain about that. So the other thing is that all of us like the look of this car. It's called a a Land Rover Defender 90. Now there are two models. There's a four-door, which is called the 100, and the 90, which is a three-door. So two big side windows. Now getting in and out of the back for a lithe young man like Henry, it looked bloody difficult for him, I thought. Though he, he thought the, the accommodation was very good. Um, it's all-wheel drive, but it has the ability to switch as required. Now Henry will tell you all about it's off-road abilities now because he's an expert in four-wheel drive. Henry. Awesome. Thank you, Digby. Yes, this is an absolutely fabulous car. Do you want to pause it? This is an absolutely fabulous car, and I've loved every minute of test driving it. Now, Digby and Peter did cover, I would say, most of the main points, but I'll give you a bit more insight as to what I found out about this car. Well, truck, really, is what it is. Now, I think when you first see it, 
we've got it in this bronze colour. It is striking. It is a terrific thing to look at. It's that perfect balance between sexy and aggressive, which I think just makes for a great drive. Now the interior, like Digby said, is rugged. It's it's this this is a truck made to go off-road. We've got the short wheelbase version, which was a bit difficult to get in and out of the back seats. And but it means that when you're going off-road you've got less um, weight and you've got less uh, length to lug around with you so when you go through the, the, the trickier parts of your off-road course you're not going to get the ass bogged down now some of the cool technology this car comes with is all to do with the brain other cars got because you know you get into an old Pajero or a Land Cruiser you've got to put it in four high four low lock the disc yourself blah 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 all you have to do in the Defender is you get in you tell it what terrain you're on you tell it how you tell the Defender how high you want it to be how low you want it to be and the computers figure out the rest so you can go trick Nevada and go up the rocky hills and then onto the long sandy straights and it will work it up for you and it will just keep you moving and it won't let you get bogged down now some of the other cool features is the ride height it's just a bit of fun it is handy if you're going off-road or you're loading shopping but it's a bit of fun to show your maids you push a button the truck goes up you push another button the truck goes down now some of the other tech it's got um, heated steering wheel it's got uh, cruise control uh, radar car cruise control DAP cruise control It'll keep you in your lane. Um, it's got obviously uh, phone connectivity with Google Play, uh, Google uh, Android Auto, and Apple CarPlay. It's got um, 14 USB ports, I believe, which is incredible for your teenage kids. Um, let them charge their phones up on long journeys. Uh, it has got so many other just ran like things you'd expect in a in a modern car but because it's a Range Rover it's a bit more premium there are just a couple more features in there um now if you um so sorry uh where was it yeah, some of the features it's got um I just wasn't looking at them right there in that moment so they just slipped my mind um but it's got a heads up display it has obviously your normal radio you can go to the menu for example and you can go to your the seat bit on the menu and you can change stuff like the heating and you can mess around with it and they're all electronic seats you can go to um, climate um, on the menu and mess around with your climate you've got towing and trailer settings um, so you can actually add a trailer in it um, so if you say you're going to tow um, you can tell it you're towing a horse box and it's going to um, ask you if it's got one axle two axle and then it'll ask you for dimensions and it will um, mean that it can work towards towing that it's got a valet mode a low traction launch it's got everything you need from a truck that you're going to tow with or go off-road with and I I'm just really excited because I think it's one of the best vehicles we've done on the show and I just hope that people who buy this will take them off-road and won't just keep them in the garage because I am thoroughly impressed this is a splendid car it is a car I would happily own um, and it is a car I'm very thankful we took for a drive because it is just absolutely amazing um, and like Digby said it has been tested off-road and it may not be as good as the Jeep but it's a Land Rover it's got that heritage and that dependability and that durability 
um, that will keep you moving, I think. And yeah, that is all from me. Thank you, Peter. Okay, well, once again, there you have it. Um, I think we're all pretty much in agreement. Uh, it comes up to the standards, certainly, that I had expected of a vehicle with this much heritage. And, um, and as I say, all of us were quite pleasantly surprised. The, um, the build quality is pretty really up there um, in the cabin area. Uh, particularly it's very very nicely finished it's not overdone um, um, it's rustic actually and um, to me anyway it feels a little bit macho to be sitting in this car it feels solid dependable it's durable and um, and it's it's quite a delight actually um, and once again you the only thing that I was a little bit surprised and I guess that's probably because of the fact that that it, of its heritage um, you do feel a little bit when you're climbing into it that you're actually um, jumping on a ladder and getting up into a um, a um, semi-trailer uh, it's not that ex exaggerated but you certainly get a, a fantastic view of the road sitting behind the wheel and pretty much feeling like the king of the road when you, you're in a car like this for the, the, the quality, the sensation of driving it that you get is really really right up there um, I think we all rate it pretty highly um, it's been an absolute delight and a pleasure um, to spend some time with this car today so thank you very much Armstrongs and um, we look forward to the next offering that they can come up for us that's our show for this week and next week I'll be talking to a chap I met during the weekend who has a very very interesting um, business involved in 3D imaging and um, creating avatars out of normal people um, like me and um, apparently I've now been immortalized because um, after a couple of hours in spending what seemed like a spaceship surrounded by 400 cameras uh, for a, a very intense period of um, shall we say scrutiny you really know now why actors on the stage come off drenched in sweat it's due to the heat of all the lights that was me last Sunday and uh, we'll get an opportunity to talk to the man that made it all happen find out a little bit more about that so in the meantime thanks for listening and we'll catch you back here at the same time next week <laughs>
This program is made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.